Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Hey, Mr. Case. Lil Baron. <laughs> How are you doing? Today is a good day. Good. Today is a good, good day. So, hey, I'm wondering of you. I know. Do you, <laughs> do you ever get food cravings? Uh, yes. You do? Yes. Okay. So I think most of us do. I, I don't think that's say. uncommon. <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think so either. I don't think you're out there all by yourself <laughs> having these food cravings. Right. But do you know why we get food cravings? Have you ever thought about that? No. So I hadn't even really thought of it either. And I, I don't know. I didn't know until I found this article. Oh. On the healthy, it was written by Charlotte Hilton Anderson. It's called Nutrition Pros Just Revealed What 12 Common Food Cravings Secretly Suggest About Your Health. Oh. Now, how's that for a title? I'm not really if sure that, I want to know. If that doesn't pull you right in, I, <laughs> right. I don't know what will, right? Right. No, so we're not going to have time to go over all oh, 12. Good. But we're going to touch on a few of them. It was kind of interesting. Yeah, There's some things I here that I hadn't be. really thought of. It. So the first thing to understand, at least to try to get a base of, is where do the food cravings come from? So mm-hmm. tell me if this has ever happened to you. Okay. It's near bedtime. Your stomach is growling. You did pretty good at dinner. You had like a good, solid, mm-hmm. healthy protein. You had some vegetables. But the reality is, is you're just not satisfied. Mm-hmm. And all week long, you've really been wanting to snack on some... I think we've all been there, right? <laughs> right we've all been there. Right. So um, food cravings often feel like they sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. And until recently, like I said, even scientists weren't sure why. This is according to F- Dr. Frank Greenway, who is the chief medical officer from Pennington Biomedical Research Center. But recently, research may have found the answer of why we have the cravings. Oh, So Dr. Greenway says, we used to think that hunger was controlled by an area of the brain known as the hypothalamus as a way to ensure survival. But our most recent current research suggests that it's actually the brain's reward system that controls much of our eating habits, including the cravings. Now, if you think about that. I think I think that does make sense. I can see how we might have thought, oh, you got to eat to survive. Like that's right. hardwired into us. I can mm-hmm. see where that might have come from. But there is something about that whole reward right. when we eat <laughs> that kind of makes sense, right? Right. So um, a couple of insights just to start us off with. Dr. Greenway says research suggests that women are more likely to report food cravings than men are. Of course. Do you believe that? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, the, but the reality is, is that most everyone reports more cravings at night than they do oh. earlier in the day. And that's for me, that's my week time, right? That's when I huh. feel well. Afternoon is hard for me as well, but nighttime. I was just going to say afternoon is yeah. nighttime. So this uh, this finding may bring even more evidence to back the notion that your brain perceives certain foods as rewards, rewards yeah. right? So yeah. Dr. Greenway explains that your cravings can give you a lot of information about yourself, including important things about your mental and your physical health. Okay. So sometimes an individual craves food because they're hungry. Like that's just right? sometimes why we crave food, right? But other times there's more behind the specific <laughs> cravings. So okay. we're going to start with some of the cravings. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Have you ever craved cookies and milk? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you've just been sitting there thinking, I just need some cookies and milk. Okay. Well, milk is high in I-tryptophan, which is a compound that boosts mood and it also promotes relaxation and it encourages better sleep. So, you know how when you're a little kid and you can't yeah. sleep and your mom's like, here, have a glass of yeah. milk or whatever. So, I guess oh, there's some science behind no that, right? That. Mm-hmm. So, if your food cravings revolve around a tall glass of milk and cookies or maybe a milkshake, it may just be that you're in need of a little more rest and relaxation. Oh. So, indulging in a reasonable portion is it's a fine way right. to de-stress moderation Mm -hmm. in all things right Mm -hmm. but also grabbing an occasional nap might be a way to feel more rested Mm. and you won't have those cravings for cookies and milk i'll be back (laughs) i'm gonna go take a quick little (laughs) nap right okay how about pizza yes now you just recently spent a little bit of time in europe and in italy specifically yes and you told me that pizza was good there it's really good not like our pizza it's a little bit different (laughs) a little bit different yeah so uh, it seems to me like when you're on a diet, that's when the cravings for high fat foods like yes. pizza and ice cream really seem to kick in, right? Right. So you, it, it might feel like as soon as you start operating with some level of discipline, all of a sudden those forbidden foods are like calling right. your name, right? <laughs> right. And there may be some accuracy to this. There was a study in 2018. It was published in Behavioral Brain Research. And it found that these increased cravings might be linked to the dieting behavior itself. Hmm. So the researchers found that going on a diet increased a brain chemical called neuromedin U receptor 2. Hmm. Oh, keep that one in mind. You'll, uh, you'll want to remember that <laughs> Yeah. One. Can we spell it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's found within a region of the brain that regulates food intake to make it clear that you've had enough. Oh. So if your cravings are for fatty foods and they're pretty intense, it might mean that your diet is a little too extreme to be practical for oh. you. Okay. So you might want to listen to that. How about uh, burgers and fries? Do you ever just feel like I got to have some burgers and fries? Yeah. You've had that one before. I've had that one before. So I know I have as well. Our, our modern world, as we know, is full of stress. Everything from distressing news to family stress, work deadlines, all mm-hmm. those things pile up around us, right? Mm-hmm. These stressors add up over time, leading to chronic stress, which in turn leads to elevated adrenal hormone levels. Mm. And eating high calorie, high fat comfort foods puts the brakes on these hormones. Oh. So there is you know, a physical reason for that. That's according to a study published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Hmm. So if you're constantly feeling the pull to go to the drive-thru, which sometimes <laughs> we feel that, right? Uh-huh. Instead, you might look to healthier trending ways to manage your stress. Mm. So maybe the stress eating thing okay. uh, has, has found its scientific purpose there. This is one. This one that I don't ever have this, but I know a lot of people do. What about craving ice? Do you ever just want to chew on Mm-mm. a bucket of ice? No, I chew on it, but I don't you crave, don't crave it. it. Okay, so for some people like myself, this might make your teeth ache. I have <laughs> relatively sensitive teeth, and mm-hmm. so I don't like to chew on ice. But some people really love mm-hmm. to just chew on it. My mom loves to chew oh, ice. She just really does. So science suggests if you find yourself craving ice, it might be a sign of anemia. Isn't that interesting? That is. A 2016 study in the Journal of the American Association of Nurse Practitioners concluded that doctors should ask patients if they crave ice Mm. because it's a sign of iron deficiency. Ice cravings are a form of pica, which is a desire to eat non-food items like dirt, laundry soap, 
<laughs> I know. Really? These are not these are not urges that I have had, but I do know it's a real thing. Right. I, I, I spent a couple of years in Brazil, uh-huh. and uh, a lot of times people are a little undernourished there, mm-hmm. and I knew lots of people that just had craved to eat dirt. Um, they wouldn't just eat it by the shovel full, you okay. know, but they just had this craving for it. So um, that's a that's an indication that there's a vitamin or a mineral deficiency wow. of some sort. Yeah. So the researchers hypothesize that it might be because chewing the ice might temporarily increase blood flow to the brain. And that counteracts the slowdown caused by iron deficiency. That's Ooh. one of the theories. So crunching on foods or chewing gum can actually release stress in the body via the act of chewing. So maybe instead of ice, try chewing on a crunchy carrot or a cucumber instead. And then you're oh. going to get some vitamins and minerals yeah. as well as that satisfying crunch as well. So maybe could get rid of the uh, the, the stress related mm-hmm. to um, needing to eat foods that are not foods right right (laughs) so here's another one craving chocolate okay now we've all felt this one right if you tell me you have never craved chocolate (laughs) i know that you're not telling me the truth right so right if you find yourself constantly reaching for chocolate which is one of the most popular Mm -hmm. craved foods you may be one of many people who count this as a reliable mood lifter Mm -hmm. and it can be and it is right a survey of more than 13,000 people found that those who ate dark chocolate during a 24-hour period were 57% less likely to report symptoms of depression than those who ate no chocolate. So oh. it is a mood lifter, right? Mm-hmm. A possible explanation could be that dark chocolate contains magnesium and theobromine. These are two compounds shown to reduce levels of stress hormones and promote muscle relaxation. Uh, you can eat magnesium-rich foods instead, like dark leafy greens. If you had to choose between mm-hmm. spinach or chocolate, of course you would choose the spinach, right? Uh, r- well, <laughs> I'm not a dark chocolate fan, so yes, I would choose you, the you're spinach. Mi- you're milk chocolate like I <laughs> right. am, right? Yeah, I prefer milk chocolate as mm-hmm. well. But um, magnesium-rich foods like mm-hmm. dark leafy greens, nuts, seeds, avocados, mm-hmm. these are all things that can help you know, give you that magnesium and the Mm -hmm. theobromine that you need. That's according to some experts. Hmm. Uh, Or if you really need that cocoa kick, you can always look for chocolate bars with at least 80% cacao. Oh, Mm -hmm. Um, that's the dark chocolate that you and I probably don't love, but that is what they used in Europe for their hot chocolate. Yeah. So it's probably a little more bitter, not quite as sweet and rich, but um, most of the chocolate that we eat, like our candy bars, Mm -hmm. They're just dairy and sugar. Right. And it doesn't have a lot of that cacao, but your body needs that. And it tastes good, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how about soda? Do you crave soda sometimes? Yeah. Okay, so whether you're longing for a fix of fizzy sweetness every day, once a week, or maybe even once or twice a month, if you're craving soda, it's possible that you're really craving the caffeine hit. Mm. Many of us feel that right, Mm -hmm. right? So one 12-ounce serving of Coke provides around 45 milligrams of caffeine, which is about half the amount of a cup of coffee, Mm. which arguably is enough to give you a nice little wake-up jolt, Mm -hmm. but not enough to make you overly jittery, right? right? Mm -hmm. A less common reason for soda cravings is a calcium deficiency. Oh. So according to a 2017 study in front endocrinal, the daily consumption of cola can leach calcium and magnesium from your bones, creating a vicious cycle of depletion and craving. So you drink the soda, it sucks the magnesium and the calcium out of your bones, and then you're craving it. So then you go back to the soda and Mm -hmm. it's that cycle, right? Yeah. So you want to be careful about that. How about potato chips? 
I wondered when you were getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is interesting. This is not what I would have thought about potato chips, but potato chips and their hot cousin, the French fries, oh, uh-huh. uh, are two of the most commonly reported food cravings. Yeah. But downing a bag of the fatty junk food may be a signal that you're low on healthy fats. Oh. Isn't that interesting? So, so we could eat avocado with our potato chips. <laughs> so, maybe, maybe. Um, of you partic- should see your face. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, you know. I don't love avocado. Right. So. Of particular interest are omega threes. Our bodies don't manufacture these fatty acids, oh. and so to get your daily requirements, we need to eat foods like salmon, mm-hmm. other fatty fish. Avocados, like mm-hmm. you just barely mentioned, mm-hmm. nuts and olive oil. That's where we can get healthy omega threes. Another possibility uh, why we crave French fries and potato chips. This is according to some experts. Is mm-hmm. that craving for foods made from potatoes or other starches that grow in the ground might suggest that it really is time to take a breather from all your activity. Root veggies are grounding and can help you feel calmer. Oh. So maybe that's another. Stress reliever yeah. that we're looking for there, right? See, I thought it would be the salt. So, and the that's pit- what I was thinking. And, and there's definitely a, oh, an element yeah. of that, which is the next thing I was going to talk about, craving pretzels. Oh. Um, so pretzels definitely satisfy the need for a crunchy snack, mm-hmm. but it may specifically be that you're needing the salt yeah. or, or, or craving the salt, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people who have a craving for salt are actually dehydrated and are in need of water. Oh. So that might sound a little counterintuitive, but you're, if, if, you're, oh. if you're dehydrated, your body will crave salt. And uh, think know, of this. totally makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of a backwards way for yeah. your body to tell you, I need more water. Right. So I'm going to make you crave salt, right? So you go get those pretzels, then you're so thirsty that you got to drink the water. Right. <laughs> so there's this, whole, there's this whole mind game going on inside your body all the time, right? And if I could just remember to think about it. Exactly, right? <laughs> before I put that chip in my mouth. <laughs> they also say that salt cravings can be a sign of Addison's disease or Barter syndrome, especially if the cravings come with other symptoms like exhaustion, weight loss, skin discoloration. If you're worried that cravings are getting the best of you, take note of these foods uh, that are making you feel that way and and think about maybe taking a glass of water Mm -hmm. instead, right? Now, you mentioned popcorn Mm -hmm. before. Let's talk about kettle corn. Do you ever crave kettle corn specifically? No. Maybe not. Okay. So the body does need both sodium and glucose to Mm -hmm. function properly. We need those both. These are two nutrients that are quickly depleted, especially when you exercise Mm -hmm. and if you sweat a lot. So if you're craving any salty sweet treat, it may be that your body is telling you you need it needs to physically recover and replenish its stores. And that's why workout recovery drinks like you know, yeah. Gatorade, Powerade mm-hmm. always have both sugar and right. salt right. in it. So there you go. Just a few wow. things to think about as to why you might be craving some of the most commonly craved yeah. foods. So um, we've been talking about the. I'm going to switch gears just okay. a little bit here. But okay. we've been talking about this all year long. It's a special year for us. Yes, it is. We're going to keep talking about it. It's our 35th anniversary year. Yep. And we want to invite everyone and anyone who's over the age of 50 to come and be a part Mm -hmm. of the Huntsman World Senior Games. It's going to be amazing. We're on track to break a participation record right Mm -hmm. now if we keep going in the direction that we're going. We're almost at 7,000 registered athletes. Wow. So we're doing really well there. We've got several months of registrations Mm -hmm. left to go, so we're really in good shape there. Today, though, I thought it might be fun to talk a little bit about some of the amazing things that we can do right here in the greater Zion area Mm -hmm. when we're not competing. Right. Now, if you're an athlete from outside of the area, if you're an athlete from inside the area, or if you just happen to live 
in this area, right. Washington County, St. George, <laughs> Greater Zion area. There's some pretty amazing things going on here. Yeah. There's no way that we have time to cover everything. But I want to touch on a few things that um, might be fun. If you're coming into town for the games or if you live here already, did you know, first of all, that there are over 600 miles of hiking trails in the greater Zion area? 600 miles. Wow. That's a ton. That is a ton. Everything from paved city trails to a little more strenuous desert hiking. You can find it here Mm -hmm. in this area. 600 miles. I did not know that. That's a lot, right? That is a lot. So you can use the All Trails app to find a hike that'll work for you. You can Mm -hmm. also visit greaterzion.com. I'm going to mention that website a few times Mm because there's just a ton of resources there. Again, that's greaterzion.com. Did you know also, Lil, that there are four state parks in our area? I did know that. You knew that that there were four. Each Mm -hmm. one is unique. It's worth a visit. Zion National Park gets a lot of the kind of the buzz and the credit and rightfully so zion zion (laughs) zion national park is amazing right and i'm going to talk about that in just a minute but you shouldn't sell yourself short on these state parks absolutely because they're amazing now i want to put you on the spot can you name the four state parks in our area um well there is snow canyon number one uh um is is it in washington county is that what you're saying okay okay i'm done i'm going to give you some hints (laughs) okay by telling you the names of these parks. Okay. Gunlock. Oh. Gunlock, Gunlock State Park. Yeah. You knew about that okay, one. Okay, yeah. Uh, Quail Creek. Oh, State okay. Park is a okay. state park as well. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Sand the other Hollow. one is Sand Hollow yeah. State Park, right? See, I guess I didn't realize they were state parks. The, those are those are oh. the four state parks okay. that are in our area. So okay. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Well, that's okay because that's good to know. Yeah, four, four state parks. And they're each amazing. Mm-hmm. They I wanna, are. I want to talk a little bit about Snow Canyon. Okay, that's beautiful. I live like six minutes I from know. Snow Canyon and we love it. We just consider it our backyard. Right. Every time we go there, we always, my wife and I look at each other and we always say, every time we always say, isn't it so cool that this is our backyard? <laughs> it's amazing. We hike there. We ride our e-bikes there. Mm-hmm. We really like to take advantage of the dark mm-hmm. night sky and go stargazing yes. there. We try to keep our eye on when the various meteor showers throughout the year happen and we mm-hmm. love to put a mattress in the back of the truck. We have a place where we go and we park. We just look up at the night sky and count the number of shooting stars that we can see. The last time we went, it's been, I don't know, three or four weeks ago, probably Mm -hmm. three weeks ago, we saw almost a hundred shooting stars in a couple of hours, like an hour and a half. So it was fun. It's really fun. You we know like what? to do that. Growing up here, they have a sand dunes there. Oh, and yeah. we spent many a Easter in at Easter Snow egg King. hunting mm. at the sand dunes. Uh-huh. Tons of fun there. Lots of fun. A couple of other things that you ought to be aware of. And, and again, we're not going to be able to cover everything that there is to do at Snow Canyon. But the Gila Trail, mm. it's a, one of the hikes there. When you get on that trail, you go about to the halfway mark. And there are trail markers there that will tell you that there are petroglyph sites there inside the park. These are illustrations that are, of course, carved into stone by Native Americans. They're delicate historical landmarks, but they're fun to see. Mm -hmm. And that's not the only place. There's lots of petroglyphs around our area. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you like to ride horses? Is that something you like to do? No, I'm scared. (laughs) Didn't even hesitate. No, (laughs) No. not for you. But there are several trails open to horseback riding in Snow Canyon. There's the Beck Hill Trail, the Chuckwalla Trail, the Gila the trail that I just mm-hmm. mentioned, Lava Flow, Rusty Cliff, Scout Cave, Trail, Red Sands, Tow Trail, West Canyon Road, mm. lots of places. If you don't have your own horse, right. that's okay. You can have a guided experience. It's offered by many local companies. Right. So if horse riding is your thing, there's some opportunities there. And just, just to clear things up, just because um, a lot of times I get this question, despite its name, Snow Canyon rarely sees snow, <laughs> rarely. right? It's actually named after Lorenzo and Erastus Snow, who mm-hmm. were Utah pioneers right. from back in the day. Um, 
again, we're not going to cover everything, but let's just cover a couple of things really quickly about Sand Hollow State Park. Okay. Beautiful body of beautiful. water. Just beautiful. Um, just south of, of uh, Sand Hollow is Sand Mountain, mm-hmm. which is an incredible place for ATVing. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's uh, BLM-managed land. It's called Sand Mountain, like I said. It provides off-road uh, excuse me, access for off-road vehicles, and it is 16,000 acres wow. of canyons, sand dunes, ravines, mm-hmm. buttes. If you don't have your own vehicle, there's lots of opportunities yeah. to rent one as well. Either way, it's incredible. They also have paddle boarding and kayaking. So if, you know, driving uh, up and down steep sand dunes and through caverns <laughs> isn't your thing, then you're looking for a little more quiet and right. zen. You might consider an early morning yoga session right. on a stand-up paddle board. I know or that's maybe, your idea. For sure. I love that. You know, that, that uh-huh. that's my thing. Uh, but you can rent stand-up paddle boards right there mm-hmm. at the beach at San hollow which is the local store that's there on the south mm-hmm. side scuba diving in oh, sand hollow yeah. did you know that scuba diving is available there i know there's some pretty amazing things there they've, they've actually sunk a volkswagen bus and a cessna 320 twin engine airplane oh wow that you can see if you dive down in in a you know where they're at there's obstacle courses underwater there's underwater cliffs of course there's fish they're not quite as colorful right. as what you see in the bahamas maybe right but still pretty cool <laughs> Uh, in addition to that, we've got Quail Creek and Gunlock State Parks as mm-hmm. well. And you can get more information on all these state parks, once again, at greaterzion.com. Mm-hmm. I said earlier we wanted to touch on Zion National Park as well. You mm-hmm. can't talk about some of the right. amazing things that we have in our area right. without touching on Zion National Park. This is an amazing area that was carved by water, sand, time. Zion National Park actually provides over 232 square miles wow. of what are just and Angelic views, emerald pools, banded canyon walls. Right. It's just amazing. We also just love to go to Zion National Park. You want to make sure that you check out the lesser known and lesser visited Kolob sections oh, yeah. of the park, which is just north of us here in St. George, Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also immersive experiences. You can join a field class with the Zion Forever Project. Mm. And these classes provide unique opportunities to investigate the vast natural and cultural resources of the park. Mm -hmm. They have expert instructors. They talk about the history, the science, the humanities, and the arts that will be emphasized through learning uh, and hands-on exploration. So Mm -hmm. you want to check that out. We've got a lot of golf around here. Oh, yeah. Now, you like to golf. I do. Whether it's your competitive sport at the games or it's just a hobby, the Greater Zion area has 13 different golf courses. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite? I do. What is it? It's the little Dixie Red Hills. It's a little nine-hole course, and it's my favorite. It's just a fun one to go yeah, on. Yeah, So that's one of 13 golf courses. We have, have you been to the St. George Dinosaur Discovery Site? I have. That's amazing. It is this, amazing. This is a dinosaur discovery site that was found at Johnson Farm. Mm-hmm. It features a 200-million-year-old ecosystem that was once home to dinosaurs, fish, mm-hmm. plants, and more, besides the actual fossils, and there's lots of fossils yep. there. We just went... It's been a few months ago now, but mm-hmm. we were so impressed, so impressive. But they also have five life-sized models mm. of prehistoric animals and a working fossil preparation lab oh. that you can see them work on while you're there. And there, those are just a few yeah. things. There's so many, many other things. I do want to touch on really quickly, there's an amazing art scene here yes. in St. George. Sometimes yes. that's overlooked. 
Uh, but there's art museums all around the downtown area, mm-hmm. 16 different museums. And you can't really talk about the arts without touching on Tuacon right. Center for the Arts, right? Nestled in the natural Red mm-hmm. Rock Amphitheater in Padre Canyon. Some of the most amazing Broadway musicals uh. anywhere. This year, they're featuring Disney's Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. Wonderland, mm-hmm. which we just went to the night before last. Oh, you did. It was tons of fun. Really liked it. And then also Joseph and the amazing Technicolor yeah. Dreamcoat coming up. So get all the information that you need about Tuacon at tuacon.org. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, again, just a few things yeah. that are available to hear, here to do when you're coming into town mm-hmm. for the games or whether you live here or not. Lots of good stuff. We do want to remind everybody, if you haven't already registered for the games, now is the time. Right. right? More than ever, it's important to know that if your sport is closed, you want to get on that waiting list. Yeah. From here until the games, this is the time when people start to drop off for various reasons, health right. reasons, scheduling, whatever. So a lot of times we can pull people in off that wait list, but we can't do it right. if you're not there. If you're right? not there. <laughs> you can get all the registration information that you need at seniorgames.net. Right. And again, we're on track for a record year. Mm-hmm. So come and be a part of it. Yeah. 35 years at the Huntsman World Senior lots Games. Lots of new fun things. 35 sports, lots of things to do during the games, outside of the mm-hmm. competition. Just come and check it out if you haven't been. If you have, come on back. Mm-hmm. We want to see everybody here on this right. celebration year. We also want to remind everybody to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show, we turn it into a podcast, and you can subscribe anywhere podcasts are found. If you happen to be listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review. It really helps us spread the word. And then, of course, you can find this and previous shows right on our website, again, at SeniorGames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought comes from Richard Branson, and he says, There is no greater thing that you can do with your life and your work than to follow your passions in a way that serves the world and you. Until next Thursday, stay active.